apologize. <laughs> uh, glad you're here. I really am. Reflections 2017. We're in holiday mode, aren't we? Some of us are off work, off school, all sorts of things. So are our services. These are our, these are our Christmas holiday period services. Shorter. Um, so the sermon, which really isn't going to be a sermon, is shorter today. Yes! <laughs> Usually it's, it's uh, three full scat pages for a normal sermon for me. I've only got three today, so you should get out by 11. No, seriously. Uh, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, you know, I, I don't often, well, I have never, I have never been asked to preach on Christmas Eve, on a Sunday Christmas Eve. It doesn't come around all that often. And then to get an invitation to speak, even rarer. So this is a real privilege for me. Um, and when I was asked to do this, I... I Sorry? New Year's Eve. Sorry, New Year's Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're listening. So it's a real privilege because, you know, when I was asked to do this, I was thinking about what do you do? What do you say? What do you talk about? And I thought of a verse in Hebrews, which has been mentioned already many times this morning, which fits in well with what we have to say. But I was a bit... Uh, Uncertain as to whether this is the right message for this morning, but it is. I know that now. Hebrews chapter 13, if you've got a Bible, please turn to it. I'd be very disappointed if you haven't got your Bible here and this verse isn't marked, underlined, circled. It should be. I hope by the end of today it'll be engraved in your mind. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. This is what it says. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. The year's almost over. 14 hours to go. That's all there is. I think I worked that out right yesterday. 14 hours, 13 and a half. And it's interesting at this time of year, if not everybody, but most people would reflect on the year that's gone by. What happened? What didn't happen? And it's interesting that as you do that, you think to yourself, next year, that's when the resolutions come, don't they? Next year, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll stop this, I'll go there. If you you come to my house, and if you're a member of our home group, you know what this is. This is the diary that sits on the kitchen bench at our house. It's a lot smaller now. When we had kids, we used to have an A4 diary, you know, a big diary, a lot of more things to put in it. But in this diary, it's really interesting when you look at it. You know, here's this little toddler swing I 
I put up the back the other day. It's got all sorts of things. It's got stickers, stickers for things, you know, important days. And when you look through a diary, you know, you, you see the successes of the year, the highlights and the failures too, you know, the things that didn't work out too good. There's a section in here. I'll show you, look. Section in here. See this perp, this blue highlighter? Not much else has happened there. We were in Tasmania. Great time of the year. It was fantastic. Our 40th wedding anniversary. I didn't realise rubies were so expensive. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, so you look at your diary and you see all these things, don't you? Sometimes in your diary, you know, you, you look back and think, oh yeah, that was totally unexpected, but you, you marked it in, whether it was an appointment or an event, you marked it in. You look at the diaries and you start to see some doctor's appointments. You think about the times you weren't too well that, that year. Perhaps there was even, even a death this year. I didn't have one in my family, but I know that some people have, have had deaths this year in the family. Diaries will tell you about turmoil and tranquility, heaps of memories, events and happenings. And I can say for 100% with assurity today, all of us have lived through 2017. Everybody here has lived through it, every single one. doesn't matter how old you are or how young, whether you've been at school or up at the farm, You know, in a hospital working, in a school, a mum. We've all lived through 2017. I want you to look back, think about 2017 with the thought of Jesus Christ is the same. When? Yesterday, today and forever. Because like Josh said, The thing about this year, it was changeable. There were things I wanted to do, never got done. Things that, you know, I did which I never thought I would be doing this year. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today. When I look back at 2017, I don't want to go into the details of my year, but I'm hoping that as I do this, you're doing the same thing. So as I look back... There have been some real highs this year, real highs. I look back and I, I just think about I smile. I've got, I've got two photos on my phone. Whose phone is that? <laughs> I've got two photos on my, my phone and there's one that I look at quite regularly. I got it on the day of my birthday. It makes me smile every time I see it. And there have been some real lows. You know? Some things have happened this year to me, my family. Not so good. There have been some lows. There have been some challenging weeks and days right, right up till Christmas for me. Right up till Christmas. I was under pressure. And some of those challenges, let me tell you, are still happening. They're not past. They're right there with me today. And I know in 13 hours' time, 14 hours' time, there'll be a challenge next year as well. But that's okay. 
And then when I think about 2017, I think of some things that I wish hadn't happened. I'm sure you've got a few of those yourself. Some things that when I think about them, I think, if only that hadn't happened. There were some mistakes. I've made, believe it or not, I have made a few mistakes this year. Things that if I had an opportunity, oh, if I had an opportunity, I'd do it differently. I'd like to do it differently. There have been some accomplishments. I've nearly got the kitchen finished. <laughs> Had a little hiccup, but that's okay. It'll be finished. It will be finished. So, so there have been some accomplishments, some things you think, yes. Have you had those this year? Have you had some things you think, oh, that's good. I've done it. I've finished it. I hope you have. Because I've also had a couple of failures. Hmm. They're not so good, are they? But that's what a year brings. Accomplishments and failures. And I've had a few disappointments. I really have. Personally, as a family, spiritually, I don't think I've had disappointments in work. There have been a few tough days. But I've had disappointments. And I think that as I've been talking about these things, you've been thinking about, as you've been thinking about your year, you've been going, hmm. I've seen a few smiles, a few few heads nodding. Because we've all lived through 2017. Maybe your accomplishments haven't been like mine or your disappointments are different from mine. Your joys are different and your highs might be even higher than mine. And your lows, well, different, but we've all had them. What a year. That's an interesting phrase, isn't it? What a year. You can say that in a lot of ways. You can say, what a year! (laughs) A man up the back there sitting there, he's had a fantastic high this year, haven't you, Ewan? Richmond, the Tigers. He thought he would never, he would never see another flag. So there've been the people go, what a year! Or you could say, oh, what a year! Or you could say it, shaking your head, saying, what a year! What a year! What a year! It's almost over. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday. Yesterday. I don't want to tell you about the actual events of my year, but I want to give you a testimony this morning about my year. And this is a testimony I want to leave with you today. The Lord has been with me every single day this year. Every, he never had a day off. Not one. Not one. 365 days. And you know what? I felt that. I felt the Lord with me every day. I knew that he would be there. I knew it. You hear about it, you read about it. But I felt it this year. Every single day. 
And I expected it too. He promised me never to leave me or forsake me. Every day. And not just every day, but every step of the way of 2017. Every step. He journeyed with me. I didn't just meet with the Lord in the morning during my quiet time or in the evening when I, when I, when I reviewed the day and prayed. He wasn't just there morning and every step. And let me tell you, in my job, I walk a lot. There's a lot of steps in my day. He was there with me every single day. He was present at every event and happening of the year for me. Every single event he was there. The good ones, the highlights and the disappointments and the failures. He was there, right there. He was there celebrating the highs with me. He really was. And it made a difference. It really did. You know, the, you know. when I look at that little picture I was telling about on my phone, I celebrate that day. I celebrate the gift that he gave me. And I look at that picture. And I know he's smiling just as much as I am. And... He was crying with me during the lows. He was there as well. In the low days, the low times, he was crying with me. He guided me this year. Boy, did he guide me this year. <laughs> yeah, I think he actually gave me a few shoves. He pushed me into a few things that you know, I really didn't want to do. He guided me where I should have gone and I failed to heed the direction. He showed me his desires for me. And he kept showing me his desires, even at times I ignored them. I ignored what he had for me. And during 2017, he never gave up on me. Ever. Not when I made a mistake, when I disobeyed, or when I pouted, you know. He never gave up on me yesterday. And why is that? Why do you think he never gave up to me gave up to me uh, gave up on me yesterday? Here's a verse I'd like you to Okay. There we go. There's the verse. Here's the verse. I was hoping it was big enough that I could read it from here. I'm going to try it. Here it is. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds. Uh, With wounds you have been healed. Uh, Oh, dear me. You were like sheep gone astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. That's in 1 Peter. Because of who he is and what he's promised, we have an advantage over everybody else. Jesus Christ 
is his name. Jesus, as we've been reflecting the last few days, is the saviour that was promised and given. And praise God, he has saved. And he's Christ, he's the one that God has chosen and given the task, anointed to be our saviour. So he's my saviour. He has a responsibility to me. Do you, you know that? He just doesn't save and say, that's it, Raf, done, dusted. No, 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 no. He has to change me. He has to help me change. I belong to him. He's not my, just my saviour. I belong to him. Part of a flock. And as I look back even further past 2017... 38 years now I've been with the Lord, part of the flock. Sometimes I was a stray sheep and sometimes I was the black sheep in the flock. But all through those 38 years, I was his. He was my shepherd and he guided me, he kept me, he fed me, he protected me. There's another verse. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today. Have a look at this verse here. I've got it written down, this one, so we'll be right. Praise be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave through his servant Moses. That's found in, in 1 Kings 5 and 8. But that's a promise that you can put anywhere in the Bible. Because I could read it like this and it would still be the same verse. Praise be the Lord, praise be to the Lord who has given rest to his people wrath. Just as he promised, not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave through his servant Jesus. And you can put your name in there. And we can put this church's name in there. And it would still be the same today. Yesterday, today. The promises of God are eternal. And they're for you and me today. Let me just give you a rundown of some of the ones I claimed in 2017. Psalm 34 verse 20. Deliverance from trouble is what that little verse talks about. He delivered me from trouble. Divine care in sickness is Psalm 41 and 3. I wasn't sick this year, but let me tell you, I was under, I've been under a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. He sustained me. That's what that little verse talks about. Have a look at it. Verse 41 of Psalm 41, verse 3. He sustained me. There's no other explanation. You know, people were worried. Raph, you're doing too much. You're taking on too much. And if you were one of those people that said that to him, what did I say to you? The Lord is enabling me. That's the only explanation. I should have crumbled. But I've, I made it to the end of the year. Comfort in troubled waters, Isaiah 43. An eternal home in John, uh, in John 14. You have an eternal home. You know, during the, the same-sex marriage debate stuff and all the things that have been happening to you, I've been really upset about that. I look out there, I've got these little grandchildren. You know, Have you seen the Chris, our Christmas photo? Have you, have you seen it? I'm going to send it to you. 
I've got these three beautiful little grandchildren, two step-grandchildren, and I worry about the world that they're growing up in. But the Lord reminded me of the promise that this is not our home. It's not our home. I have an eternal home. In Isaiah 41:17, it talks about the Lord hearing and answering prayer. I'm glad that he was listening to me as I prayed this year because I had some tough things to ask for. And he answered. In Luke, 19, in Luke 11, 9, he, he, there's a promise there that, if, that I will find if I seek, if I seek the Lord, the Lord's will on a matter. I will find the answer. I have a way of escape in, John, in, in Corinthians 10, 13 when I'm tempted. I had to use that a few times this year. In 1 John 4, 4 and verse 4, it promises that if, that if I resist the devil, he will flee. I talked about that a few weeks ago. You know, I lived that out this year. It was proven to me again that God's promises aren't just true. They're, they're faithful promises. When, it ha- when you need them, they're there, ready to be used. Claim them. They're no good to you if you don't. In John 10:29, I was promised that I would be kept safe spiritually. And John 15:4 remain it, it talks about the promise of remaining in us, never leaving us, never leaving me. That's all been done for me this year and more. It's been done in the past and he's doing it Today, Jesus Christ is still the same. He hasn't changed. Everything else changes. Everything. I hate change. I've told you that before. But everything else has changed. But he hasn't changed. All those things that we've talked about, he promised long ago. And they're still valid today. Jesus Christ, he's still the same He's still my saviour and your saviour. That hasn't changed. And he's still saving you, changing you, making him, making you more like himself. He still knows you. I love this one. He still knows your name and he calls you individually. Go home and read John chapter 10. The Gospel of John chapter 10. Can you imagine this? The Lord, he comes. And he calls your name, Raph, Elizabeth. He calls your name. He knows you personally. Isn't it great when you go when you go down and get your coffee and the barista, g'day, Raph. Except one of the guys calls me bomber because I barrack for the the, bom- the bombers. And, and you go you go to a restaurant and 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 the and, the, and they and you walk up and you say, oh, yeah, we know, Raph. Isn't it? It's a great feeling. And they're just waiters and baristas. But the Lord knows my name and he calls it. And he knows your name and he calls it. He's still the same. He can still be trusted. Who do you trust? Who can you trust? The politicians? You can't. 
There's nobody, is there? And unfortunately, not that it's true in my case, but even our spouse, our husbands and wives, out there in the world, we can't even trust each other. But Jesus Christ, boy, is he he's, he's got a great track record. He can be trusted. And he's still the same today. And he's for you. He is still for you. When everything else is against you, you know, Oh, you know, work, family, church, everything else is against you. Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, he is for you. And what does the scripture say? If he is for you, who can be against you? You know? Brilliant. Hey? That was 2017. Look back. Don't do this for me. Don't do this for me. But please, when you go home, in the last 13 hours to go, and you have to think about 2007, look at how the Lord has been in your life. See the hand of the Lord in your life. It will bless you. And more than that, more than that, it will help you to praise him. That's what we were trying to do this morning, weren't we? To praise him because he is worthy of our praise. He really is. The rest of the verse I haven't said anything about. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and as that the, the, the clock hands tick down those last 10 seconds of 2017, think of that last word in that verse, forever. Take that in to 2018 and he will bless you.